At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 274. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Mike Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. You can find me in Philadelphia at Side Stage Comedy Club, July 30th. Oh, July 26th. If you're in New York City, come to the Friars Club. We're doing a big show. I'm hosting a monthly show there. We got Will Silvince is on the show. Mike Reese from The Simpsons. You ever heard of The Simpsons? I've you heard, of, heard it. of the critic. <laughs> he, he co-created the critic. He's, he's doing a spot on the show. It's going to be awesome. Come on out to that. Uh, you can find Kaplan and me in El Salvador next week. If you come on out to El Salvador, come down out. to El Salvador. We're filming on a, TV a version of this podcast. We're adapting this pod for television. We're filming a very, our very first episode this weekend in El Salvador next week in El Salvador. Very exciting. You can find Kaplan in El Salvador and on Cap all social America. media platforms at Cap in America. On the show today, we have Anton Tamashenko back to the show from Ukraine. We're going to be talking to him in just a minute, getting a full update on what's going on over there, what uh, what the status is on this war, how how Ukraine can win the war, what does winning the war even mean, all that kind of stuff. But Cap, before that. Yeah. What's before that? We need money. Tell people how we can get <laughs> we money. Need, we're going to El Salvador to look for money. So if you want to help us out, Patreon, patreon.com slash lost in America. Become our sponsor. Become a patron of the arts. Help us out, please. We're, and we don't just, we're not beggars. We're not just asking for your money for nothing. We're giving you, what are we giving them? We're giving them for $5 two to three a month. Are you asking me or not? <laughs> it's a reiterate. You I'm just said, why are we giving them? And I answered, but then you answered too. Well, I'll answer myself and then you'll, you'll fill in what I missed, but we're, uh, we do two to three episodes a week for $5 a month bonus episodes. And we're going to tell everybody all about $5, our dollars. You blasted through that $5 a month is all it is. It's a bargain. That's like the price of a coffee is getting so expensive with inflation that that's cheaper than coffee. Now that's cheaper than coffee, cheaper than coffee. Yeah. That's what we got to raise our prices with inflation soon, but for now we're going to keep it $5 a month. You get it three episodes a week. And uh, what else do we give? Oh, for ten dollars a month, we give out free T-shirts, right? From a, a T-shirt num- or a mug. mug. <laughs> Lost in America, number one in Armenia. Uh, you t- just told me off air we went to number three in El Salvador, so maybe we should Mugs make number come- three in El Salvador T-shirt. Well, once we do the TV show, once we're walking the streets with the people, making door, to- literally going door to door with the people, we're yeah. gonna be heroes in that country. We'll be number one forever. So we'll make that's merch. a good point. Yeah, we'll and for fifteen dollars a month, I will send you a COVID test if you're in America. Is this so, a new level? I don't even know. This about is a new level. I've got seventy six COVID tests in my apartment thanks to the New York City school system. So I will mail them to you. Kaplan, you the New York City school system gave, gives Kaplan what four a week, four a week, and we've we've using them too. But we still got. So 70. you get them for free. Free, yes. And there's all these people out there dying of COVID. But you said you're gonna. They have to pay if they want them. You're hoarding. Well, I'm not. I could be selling them. I could be selling them on the streets. Sounds like, like you, are. you just stand. said fifteen dollars a month. Well, I'm, you're getting three episodes a week and you're getting free COVID tests. So it's really, it's and you're, free. you can't say, give me $15 <laughs> and you get a free COVID test. That, that makes it not free. Man. All right. Well, what are you the, all right. Well, don't sue me for that, but it's, I liked our listeners. We don't have enough patrons. We can't $20 have any dollars a month. Kaplan right? enough so already $20 a month. You get your own ad on this show. Speaking of this show, let's get to this show. What do you know, Cap, about what's going on? Before I bring on our guest who's yeah. live from Ukraine, I don't know if he's last time we talked to him, he was in Kiev. 
And yeah. Kaplan, I need to remind you because you you got you personally got a lot of hate, hate mail on this. It is not the Ukraine. I'm going to work on it it's this week. Ukraine. Kaplan Ukraine. calls it the Ukraine because he supports one, Putin and the Russians. <laughs> one time I made a mistake. <laughs> I call it Ukraine. But the uh, but on YouTube, they exploded on you. They I said know. this guy is a he's a uh, he's a, he supports the evil empire. Over there. But what we do in this show is we sh- we're authentic. We could I could I knew I made a mistake. I could have asked to have that stricken from the record. But I said, no, I made a mistake. People have me. You didn't even this, know you made a mistake until I, I, I told right. you. Like, a oh, month God, later. you're just allowing me out. But anyway, in the war between Russia and Ukraine, yes. I'm feeling I was feeling good about Ukraine because of a couple of things that I noticed over the recently, I saw that that Putin is so desperate for generals that he brought in like a 67 year old guy, but like, he's like an oh, old fat guy. He brought in a, a 280 pounds fat man who needs like special, like they don't even make armor, body armor to like protect him. He needs like special armor. He's like, a, he was like an old general in the eighties in Afghanistan. That's how desperate they are. They're like going to like the stage of, yeah, they're like calling back all the old timers. It's like Rambo, yeah. It's like the, calling them back into action because all the younger guys are dead, are dead, or have crossed Putin, or or incompetent. So that's, a, I think, that's a good sign because I don't think, I don't know what kind of offense, what kind of uh, strategy he's going to run, but I don't think the young Russian soldiers today are going to be. It's not going to work well. So I'm feeling good about that. What else is going on? Well, we're at this point in the war where it's been going on a long time now, and people are saying, "Hey, we may, we kind of have to get ready." This could be a long war, which I don't know what that means. The last war we were in lasted 20 years. So yeah. it just ended in September. But we're that was like far away from us. So it was like we so barely I don't knew know if that's what they mean by long war. And now we're trying to figure out, well, if it's long, who is that better for it? Is it better for Putin because he's a madman and he'll just keep sending he Russians in to get yeah. killed and killed and killed and killed and killed? Or is it better for Ukraine because they have this partnership with the West and NATO and everybody else? And we'll keep sending them supplies and money and milk. And they have soldiers who actually want to fight because they, they believe in their fight. they believe in the cause. So I don't know, I, but 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 I know that Russia is now controlling eastern parts of the country. But I want to know. And let's bring Anton in on this. Um, the, my first question to you, Anton, is what is what is Ukraine? What's the current goal for Ukraine in uh, in this war? Is it to, to take the entire country back? Or is it just to like, hey, we're going to give them part of it and let's just get out of this thing? Yeah, hello, guys. No, we are not talking about to give any part of our country for Russians. And our the current goal is to get out all Russians from our territory, even from east and south and Crimea, too. So nobody wants to make a compromise. Any compromise with Russia now is uh, impossible because of numbers of people who died with this uh, our fight with Russia. So now all the society, all the people are um, angry enough to fight till the end. So I I can see the way to you know to find this uh, this uh, this one of the one of the reason why like maybe a month ago Emmanuel Macron uh, get some hate got some hate from Russia from Ukrainians because he said that. Maybe we need to give some part of our land to help Putin save his face, but Putin's face is already uh, bad. So yeah. uh, we will not do something with our land to save Putin's face, Putin's leg, Putin's arm, I don't know, anything from Putin's body. So Emmanuel Macron yeah. and me, we're both getting hate mail. So Emmanuel saying. Macron. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the president. So you, you shared the hate. We shared Macron. the hate mail. He Equal. said the Ukraine should give no, back. No. No, for you, Kaplan, it sounds like uh, one of the like good, uh, you know, uh, your career is high because you can share the hate with Emmanuel Macron. It means yeah. you're a very high guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Kaplan's it's becoming more and more famous. I more also famous, like older yeah. women, so. Oh. <laughs> Yo, we both become more famous uh, starting from our last episode because I'm I have some stand up in English and you perform in Salvador on TV version of your podcast. This, well, how you know. about that? Well, let's get into that for a second. <laughs> so you're our, we, I don't even think I gave you a proper introduction because we've had you on so many times I forget, but we I'm sure we have new listeners. So uh, Anton Samoshenko, stand up comedian based in Ukraine, uh, performed years ago for current President Zelensky on a TV show. Uh, and you've most recently started do once the war started, you kept doing stand-up comedy, but you started doing it in bomb shelters throughout Kiev. And, um, you started doing it in English 
and then filming it and putting it online. And I, I think I can safely say that you have more views in English than I do for your stand-up <laughs> comedy. It's gone like super viral. It's everywhere. How's that been? So first of all, why did you decide to start putting out? Because your comedy up until this point has always been in, in Ukrainian, in your language. Yeah, why did Ukraine, you decide to start yes. doing it in English? Uh, the main reason was very practical because I understand that uh, all the people in Ukraine tried to collect money for our army and I collected two and I sent my money to army and then I understand I don't have enough money and people, I feel that people uh, like spend a lot of money on that. So I decided maybe I can uh, earn this money in some kind of other ways. I mean, like from abroad and what I can do for people from abroad to get this money for me, for my army. Probably I can try to do stand up in English because like a lot of... Uh, a lot of people from abroad can read a lot of news about Ukraine, a lot of stuff, but they uh, don't have don't have enough like content, entertain maybe content from Ukraine. And I think that stand up is one of the good um, uh, one of the good way to message the world uh, about our problems and do it with some kind of jokes. And, and for me, this is uh, this what stand up about because stand up is about uh, like global problems about social problems and for me this position uh in ukraine was probably the best uh stand up was the best way to message to give some kind of message because it's what i do before war i always talk about politics before war and now my job like pretty the same i'm just talking about politics but you know with some kind of jokes about that russians and my stand up <laughs> Just add some dead Russians in my in my material. <laughs> Take old jokes and add dead Russians. Insert. <laughs> yeah, that's not so difficult. Just add some jokes about dead Russians. It was pretty crazy because you were sending us kind of like the rough draft yeah. of what you had written. You was Just... you. Yeah, I'm really I'm really appreciate your help because you were like my comedy buddies from USA, and, and I ask you, is it is it understandable this kind of jokes? Is it, is it, is it funny at all? If, if that people will understand all my uh, my trying to say, and you. Helped me a lot. It was amazing. It was fun to do. You sent us your your rough draft of what you wrote, and then we just had like we, it was all your jokes. We just moved some words around a little bit, stuff like that. But then it was crazy. Like a week later, you posted it, the video of you doing it in a bomb shelter, yeah, in Kiev, a real bunker, and you kill it. You're doing great. And I I like called my wife over. I was like, hey, come watch this. I'm killing in <laughs> Ukraine right now. <laughs> I was like, I, I helped with that joke. I remember writing, like helping write that joke. How did People you get go. the audience there? How did you get, because the lighting is perfect. The sound is perfect. Like yeah. the, the production is really good. how did you get all that put together in the middle of a war zone? Well, this, uh, this shelter is uh, like uh, the place for events. Like we had some kind of events in this shelter, like before war, not often because it's too small to do like big uh, shows. So we, so it's usually was a place for open mics, you know, uh, like for 40 people can sit there and a couple of comedians can check the material. And uh, in April, in April, in or in uh, February, yeah, in, in April, yeah, in April, we start to do some kind of stand, start into, we try to do some stand up in April, in beginning of April. And I remember that I, uh, I, I checked a couple of events because I said I'm not ready. I'm not sure I'm ready to do stand up. But I, then I, but then I saw that people, that my friends, my colleagues, did some stand up, and people really appreciate it. And they write like we need this some kind of events to feel more relaxed. And I think okay, I'll, I can try. Uh, I must say this was my third stand up uh, after the war began in English. I, I do like two in Ukrainian, like small small stand ups, and then I try in English. People were very surprised because I, uh, for me, this was kind of experiment, and I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, uh, how to say, I didn't ever warn people. I didn't. Uh, you didn't warn them. You didn't let them know it was going to be an English yeah, language show. They, oh. they didn't know that its show will be in English. I, I was, I was, my stand up in English was a part of usual Ukrainian stand up show. Like they like three guys do stand up in Ukraine. And then I, and then the, uh, the hosts say, and now we will have some stand up in English. People are like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What if you're sitting in the audience and you don't speak English? Cause, cause none of the audience was 
right. There's no American English tourists people, there, right? <laughs> no, that's just Ukrainian. It's supposed to, it's very Ukrainian people. And yeah, when I start uh, do some uh, stuff, I understand that uh, not all of them understand my jokes. Not all yeah. of them understand English. I have like, but the majority of the guys understand it. And when I wrote my stand-up, I I knew that a lot of people maybe will not be ready to this. So I tried to do it's more understandable, more simple. And I understand also that I will perform like for the world audience. And that's why people from all the world have to understand my jokes uh, if I wanted to give them this message. So I tried to do it like more simple sentences, more simple words. And uh, yeah, this this is so this is so strange uh, on my first video and on my second video too, because uh, my task is to make people laugh in my audience. Like for Ukrainian jokes, ha- have to be okay. Like for the Ukrainian people sitting people. right in front of you need to laugh. Yeah, yeah, they need to laugh, and also the guy from Australia and then of Switzerland have to laugh too. And uh, so this is so this is so interesting mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, Construct your joke, your sentence in so understandable way and make it fun. Uh, By the way, that's how it works in America, though. Like you said, you need to make the joke simple so everyone understands. That's what we have to do in America to speaking to an American (laughs) audience. I'm not even kidding. Like a big part of learning to be a better comedian is because simplifying you have a lot of different, because people from different all around the country. Different, yeah, different, different, yeah, because yeah, yeah. every city you go to, every state has different. It's like going to 50 different countries at some points, you know. So okay. you have to really simplify what you're saying. Speak. They say a big part of comedy, a big part of learning comedy is like they say, use a uh, don't use a, a $10 word when a $1 word will work. And that means like always use the simplest speech so oh, you're not yeah. leaving anyone out in the premise one, and the setup. One dollar like, work, you say it's me, it costs one dollar work. Like work. like a one a one dollar word, a word that costs ten dollars. Uh, Basically okay. a more complicated a word, word that a kindergartner would understand. It yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you ask about production, uh Mm, it was not difficult to organize because uh, we had a lot of people in Kiev who didn't have a job and didn't have anything to, like to do. Like you can, you can, you. It's difficult to find uh, some hobbies at war. So yeah, we, we it really easy. It was really easy to find. So the comedy clubs family. are full during wartime because everyone's <laughs> yeah. sitting around. With it's recession proof or war. Pr- I say recession proof industries. War yeah, proof. guys. These yeah. guys with cameras did it for free and uh, some basic lights. We could get some basic lights. So, yeah, we, I, we tried to do it because we need kind of, we need to like normal picture because if I had like very dark picture with bad sound and, uh, and, uh, you know, with blood on my face, I'm not, I'm not sure it will be so. Well, uh, could raise money with blood video. in your face, but yeah. Yeah, it's easy to get my raise money, but to make people laugh is more a little bit yeah. more difficult. You know, Kaplan's yeah. mostly into What's the it? money. I'm <laughs> well. I thought the point. <laughs> well, it's the good point to, is to raise money. You're, yeah, right, right. you're right. Yeah, but no, and it's good. These camera guys and whatnot are out in the front lines fighting. I guess the best ones. So that's good too. So, so yeah. where are you now? I'm here uh, at in Kiev. Uh, oh, you the are. Same For place. some reason, I thought I, you had left, gone to a different city. He. Last week. Oh yeah, I, I I was I was in Lviv uh, just a couple of days ago. I start I start to make stand up in other cities because people ask me to come. To come. Wait, so you can so tour I, on the road during a war. <laughs> I'm I'm going to make a tour during war tour in shelters in different shelters in wow. uh, my country, like in Lviv, in Frankivsk, in Chernobyl, and I'm afraid to go to. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I, I need to say I'm afraid to go to Kharkiv for now, and to Odessa. I'm not sure about that, but I'm going to visit these cities too with my stand-up. I'm just waiting to to get more silence period of this war, and I totally will go to Dnipro city, and uh, yeah, in the in, in a couple of cities in the center of the country and in Kiev too. How do you get from city to city? Do you take trains or do you take? Yeah, we can train working, train works, and we can use bus and cars. You know, uh, for now, war is more located in the east and on the south, but in the same time, uh, Russian missiles uh, sometimes hit the buildings in Kiev. Russian missiles. Missiles, yeah. For example, like just 
people in Kyiv start to feel more, you know, relaxed. Like, I know, a couple of weeks ago, they feel like, okay, probably the war only on the east now, or on the south, well, we're in safe, so we can go to make some parties and start to do concerts. And then there's just a week ago, the Russian rocket hit in the center of the Kyiv on Lukyanivka station, on um, Artom plants, it calls this place. And a couple of people died, a lot of people injured. So, and, and people in Kyiv like, okay, it's not so safe at all. <laughs> so when again. a Russian missile hits Kyiv, where, Kyiv, where is it coming from? Like how far away is it being launched or is it coming out of an airplane that's flying overhead or where's the missile coming from? Oh, I'm I'm not sure about the the plane. Russia had a lot of rockets that can fly like for a long distance. They have this super, how to say in English, the rockets that flies faster than the sound, this ultrasound rockets, how it goes. I'm not sure. The faster than the sound. Okay. Speed of sound, yeah. How do you say? Okay. Faster than speed of sound? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like the faster than speed of sound. So even the air sirens uh, couldn't uh, start because already shoot the, some kind of buildings. But I'm are they sure trying they, to hit Kiev or are they like mistake is what we're thinking when they hit? No, they, they uh, how they explain that they uh, continue to destroy military infrastructure in different countries, in different cities. Like they hit the Kiev, they hit, you know, the Chernihiv, the you know, the Kremenchuk, uh, like for a couple, uh, just uh, how many, like four four days ago or something like that, they hit the the mall, the mall yeah, in, in central Ukraine, right? Like a shopping mall. Yeah, shopping mall in Kremenchuk. A lot of people died, and they said that they hit this building because they get the information that some kind of military armory from the from the our partners come to this mall and we like and or or something like near to this mall was a kind of base for military armor for for, you know, for some kind of ukrainian rockets but it sounds like a bullshit because uh, there isn't more no there were no like any military base they just Hit. I don't know. I don't know why. Nobody understands. I mean, that's just terrorism. Why. That's just so. It's, it's, it looks yeah. like I, 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 I try to understand. A lot of our experts try to understand why they hit these uh, buildings, uh, just malls. Maybe they had some disinformation, but you know, uh, like it's so it's so strange to talk about that when you already have the result. The result is that Russia destroying like, just malls and killed like people in ukraine and uh, why they did it uh like we, i don't want to spend time to understand why yeah, it's almost not decided. worth uh, yeah. uh spending time trying to figure it out because he's a madman like you yeah he doesn't i don't know if putin acts rationally i mean if we talked about this before cap i feel like we might have talked about this on this show but the question of does but you about if, this about his rational thoughts you can i don't know if you heard about that but in ukraine it was like one of the very important new news uh, that uh, in one of the economic economic forum in uh, in Petersburg or something like that in Russia, Putin said that he feels like uh, Peter first. Well, like I saw the, that. Yeah, <laughs> Peter <laughs> what first is is like Peter the Peter first. How to say in English? Peter the, the Great. The or, Peter the Great. The so yeah, Peter the Great, the king of the Russia in like, yeah. in the 18th century or something like that. And he feels like that. And he said that this uh, Peter, you know better than I, the in English version of this king, Peter, Peter great, the Great. Peter the I don't know who that is. I, I mean, I, I, I know that Putin refer, calls himself Peter the Great. I don't know. I will, I will say that Who Peter is that, Kaplan? The well, he was a leader of, of Russia. Shit, but but yeah. I mean, what yeah, is that was, story referencing to? Do you know? I don't know. Well, yeah, well, well, I can look it up, but I don't know what exactly. I mean, he was just, uh, yeah, he's bragging about how well they're doing, right? Defeating the, like, what year was Peter the Great in? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, why ref? What does the reference even mean? That he's a great leader? Yeah, he's is that the this the Peter the not the great. I will say the Peter the piece of shit. The Peter of piece of shit. He said. Eighteen thirty, sir. Yeah. 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 This the king. He tried to. Uh, 
to make Russia wider. I mean, he started a lot of wars. Ah, he expansion. He fought Sweden, right? Yeah. He <laughs> fought Sweden. He tried to fight Sweden. Like the, the, this Turkish territory, like Crimea, this wars in Crimea, all this stuff. And uh, Putin said there's this Peter, the greatest piece of shit. He tried to, uh, how to say, uh, to resurrect the Russia, how to say that? To so like English? reunify Reu- Russia, bring yeah, reunion, Russia back to Russia, bring make all these- Russia make Russia great again. Make right. Russia great again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Peter the Great was a, was like a ruthless autocrat, like from the old. It wasn't dem- you know, so it's a it's a great role model. Yeah. But and Putin said that he feels like this guy, and he in and and he tries to reunion Russia again as the Peter the greatest piece of shit. So he literally he literally said that everybody think about Putin, that he just created the guy who trying to reunion the Russia with all these territories about Ukraine, about Finland and all the territories. And it's not about the language problem. It's not about you know, the NATO problem. It's only about his ambition to reunion the Russian territory. It's, as you're saying, it's kind of what we've all always assumed was the reason, yes. but he used to give all these different excuses. It's not that. Yes. It's about this. It's about this. It's about this. Now but he's now just he saying it. what it is. He, he saying, just said it. Fine. He just said it. And I want this, it this, 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 like, this, He said it like, with this smirk. stupid smile. Like, yeah. yeah. Peter the Great, I think, wanted to like, he, he respected Europe and wanted to make Russia more modern and everything. And Putin's taking everything yeah, backwards yeah there's like um, different sides of the yeah. peter of the greatest piece of shit yeah he tried to make russia <laughs> peter the great piece of shit i like that but yeah this, <laughs> this, is, my, this is my definition of peter <laughs> greatest peter, peter the not so great yeah <laughs> not so great peter not so great is the best definition yeah he tried to uh, he made some uh reforms in russia that looks like european reforms but as i understand he did it because Russia was really in a bad economical situation, so he tried to uh, bring it back to life, and he always started this wars. That means it, it's not. Uh, it was uh, how to say in English. Uh, I will say I will translate. It was forced. Uh, he was forced to do these reforms because if he will not do did it, Russia will just uh, self destroy. Yeah. How um so how do people compare like February or March like the beginning of the war until now? Yeah. How do the Ukrainian people? How is the morale? How is the spirit of the people? Is it good? Is uh, it bad? Is it tired? Exhausted? That's one of the yeah. most difficult questions. I, I, I said I have I had a couple of jokes about my interviews because a lot of uh, foreign journalists uh, ask me questions uh, like what how it feels like to joke during the war yeah like <laughs> like you but it's more fun to talk we're not to journalists people. we are insiders yeah you're more fun that these journalists are like serious how it feels to joke during war and i always uh, answer <laughs> like joke during war i just answer random answers because it, sometimes it feels okay sometimes it feels very bad sometimes yeah. it just was angry and i said well, it feels fucking bad. Just try to do it yourself. Wait, here's the real answer. Depends if the joke works or not. That's how yeah, it feels. depends on if the joke hits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the joke lands, it feels great. A bomb's a bomb, you know. I mean, if the joke yeah, bombs, then yeah, it feels. But it would feel shitty to do that so in Tampa too, yeah, you know. Yeah, and people become more. Uh, we have we had some kind of scandals in stand up in Ukraine because a couple of comedians did really bad jokes. They uh, cancel culture. Cancel yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture. We just, we, uh, we start talking about cancel culture in Ukraine just wow. before war. It's hard to get canceled during a war. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's impressive. I already I already go through the cancel culture before war, so now I feel more okay. Wait, you but got my, canceled before I the war? Cancel, I was canceled a little because uh, I have a joke. We have, we have we all have jokes about about cancel culture in Ukraine because we say like in USA when comedians uh, get canceled, they lose their contracts with. Streaming platforms, yeah. they lose their money in Ukraine. When you get canceled, you lose nothing because you had nothing before <laughs> cancel. Uncancelable. So like, <laughs> that's like me and Kaplan. You can't cancel us. Yeah. What are you seriously. gonna do? Not not let us podcast next week? <laughs> you will cancel our show in El Salvador. Okay, let's try. <laughs> you can. We're try. funding that ourselves. What do we care? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You can't cancel our Patreon show. 
See, people, uh, I, I guess can... Patreon could deplatform take away three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. I'm thinking. I'm thinking in our, in our mugs to start Patreon too. I can say about the the mood of the people. Uh, I can say about that maybe from my point of view, from my from my yeah, compared to how I feel myself. Yeah, two or three months because ago. How do you my feel? my mood is like it's like people are dis dis uh, exhausted, tired. Uh, it's always changed. Like yesterday, I was really bad. Like I, I was in Lviv like a couple of days ago. I had shows in Lviv and uh, I, do, I did great. I did great gigs. People react nice. very good. Then I came to Kiev and feel very bad. I don't know. I, just because of this, uh, this background of this news, because this background of the news of the people died, of this destroy right. is always it on you. It's, all, it's always on me. Like you always feel, you, you can just get, you can you can try to forget about that, but you can't. And when you when you try to forget, then you catch yourself and ask, "Oh, you forget about war? How you feel about that, Anton?" And you start to feel even more bad because you uh, because you forget about important stuff. This is so difficult. So my uh, the my mood and mood of my people is changing like every day. Fluctuates based really, on the news. It, it based based on news too. Yeah, yeah because we, sometimes we had good news, sometimes we had very bad news. And sometimes we are so angry about, you know, about the world, about sometimes we feel really appreciate about the world help. And then we realize that this help is not enough again. And we start to become angry. So this, this is really difficult to explain even in Ukrainian language and in English. When people ask me about my mood and the mood of people, I just don't know. I just don't know what to answer because it's. Uh, it's so strange. It's like I, I'm, I'm sure that after a war, if this war will finish someday i will spend a huge amount of money for psychotherapy because <laughs> Ther this yeah, is therapy. so and even for me like uh, <laughs> i need to make jokes i will go on this stand-up tour to collect money for me and for army too and to help people feel more better well that's but your I, excuse I, if you ever get canceled in the future you say you i, I was <laughs> suffering through things <laughs> now I'm, I'm really i'm really afraid that i will be uh like, I don't know, but just one week ago, I thought I have enough energy to make a stand-up tour. And like today, I think maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not here. Maybe this is a really bad idea to make a stand-up tour at this time. But my friends, they try to do something like that. We have a lot of this charity stand-up show, charity improve shows. So I'm just I'm just continuing to work because I know that my army working all the all the time. My friends in army they worked all the time. They fight to save my ass. So I couldn't uh, feel tired, you know. Because when I feel tired, I feel shamed because my friends in army defense me yeah. to feel to uh, defend me, and I will feel tired. No, I need to do something. I need to work. Uh, so. Um, and and then honestly, you're in the, the audience, you're doing them this great service because I'm sure they're all going through what you're going through and they have these low yeah, moments. People, and then to come really, to a place and laugh, I mean, that the ultimate escape. So that's great. People give me a lot of people's rights, a lot of messages like, you know, they just I did some shows and people just write in some indirect message in Twitter or Instagram. Thank you for doing it because if this is your, you know, for example, like I saw your improved stuff with your friends and it was only one thing that helps me to feel better for a long time. So thank you about that. And I feel, okay, probably my work is important too. But for you know, a lot of, for just for today, we get this new, I need to check it, but it really seems like true. Like the, that the, all the guys who uh, have this age to go to army, all the, uh, how to say this in one word, uh, Conscripts, conscripts. Do you know transcript? The word? Con new, new transcripts Con of the army. <laughs> conscripts, like uh, the guys who. Oh man, this is so difficult to explain in English. Like every, 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 uh, every guy in the country, like from the age from eighteen till sixty, have to go to army. Right, yeah. mandatory. Uh, okay, Conscri conscription. Yeah. Conscri oh, conscription. I'm so forgetting I'm English too now. So yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. I read that in you that we have a new law that all the guys with this age can't leave their, their region when they leave without the permission from the 
military service, military center. Okay. So I need to go to military center to get the permission to go to other city in my country to go to live. So for now, I know uh, can I or can I or I can do my stand up tour. I will understand tomorrow if it's will possible. You need like the military approval to do your stand up. Yeah. Tour. And it's so difficult to explain. Uh, and I guess center. the idea is oh, because... I'm comedian. I need to go to the because I'm so funny guy. Oh, you're so funny. Maybe you need to go to Donetsk and give some jokes there. Oh, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what about with... Uh, actually, we should take a break. Uh, we, need to, we need to pay some bills here. Pay the yeah. bills. We are part of the world's smartest podcast. Ever. When we get back, I want to find out about, uh, I got some questions on Zelensky and how he's doing these days, but okay. we're part of the world's smartest podcast network. That is us lost in America. That is the political orphanage with professor Andrew Heaton. That is uh, majoring in everything with Dr. Andrea Jones Roy. Yes. And we want you to subscribe to all these shows. These are all great shows. Uh, we go back and forth we go on Heat and Show a lot. We still never been I'm invited to Andrea's show. I don't still waiting on my invitation for wants Andrea's us on that. Show. Still we're waiting. We're not but, doctors. Uh, is the problem. I assume we'll be on there at some point. And listen, it's great. Um, and so anyway, everybody, everybody. Sorry, I just heard some background noise. I don't know what's going on. But heckled. Subscribe to all those shows. Also, I think that's it. We don't have World's any smartest podcast network.com. Is that that's it. World's smartest podcast network.com, everybody. And now. A word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Is Anton there? Anton went somewhere. I thought you were going <laughs> to say thank you, sponsors. Thank, oh, I got distracted. Thank you, sponsors. There we for, go. For uh, not never canceling us, staying with us through thick and or thin. Look at that. They stick with no matter what we say. No when they give us a free, listen, say what you will about these sponsors. Some people say, I don't want to go skiing in Vermont all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, some, some people say that. Some people say we've had the New York City uh, NYPD sponsor us before. People mm. say that's, well, oh, yeah, yeah, you support the cop. Yes, we support anyone who supports us. Pretty much anyone who supports us. So we will not take money mocked. from Russians. No Russians. Except Russians. We haven't had a, no, Russians have never. No okay. borscht. Anyway, okay. the Russian government, I, you know, slippery slope. Anyway, point Back is, to the show. <laughs> point is, how is Zelensky? So what about Zelensky's popularity from at the very beginning? It was like sky high. The whole world loves Zelensky. He's America. I mean, he's the world's president, the world's right? leader. Yeah, everyone is he's number one. Um, and uh, and so, but how do, how do people feel about him now? Does he still have the same support he did two or three months ago? Yes, yeah, the same support. Eric, uh, for this period of time, there was no scandals with Zelensky or with some guys who close to him. Like everything, very clear and very fine. Uh, we try to uh, people people already start to. Like people in Ukraine who likes, for example, Poroshenko more than Zelensky, they try to find some negative uh, side of this war, negative side of Zelensky, but they can't. <laughs> That's why it's still the same. And I, I turned the video because, for example, Zelensky, he, every night we have this uh, video, video. Oh, like a video, oh, video message. He addresses video the mess, vision. Yeah. Thank you. Video message from Zelensky about important stuff. And for now, he said, I heard about this problem that this uh, cons conscription, conscription for all the guys. Well, he's listening to the podcast live. Yeah. <laughs> he listened just to the podcast. You heard about it from us? We're breaking news to your president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he listened to my, my, uh, my earphones uh, all the times. So he said he will check what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zelensky made his job great from my point of view, and all, not the only Zelensky. It's not, it's not about, about Zelensky talk. It's talk about all the guys who work with him, like our military ministers, uh, Zaluzhny, all the guys who work in diplomacy, uh, diplomacy center. They all did their job fine from my point of view, and it's difficult to find any like problems on any many mistakes any any big mistakes any sure. if you if you if you saw these mistakes you can uh, uh, say me and i'll maybe uh, no i don't know i haven't no. found much but is that how most people feel or is the country split 
No, no, country not split. Country, uh, country still unite. Yeah. We really unite a, every people, different people, even if people are not to, like, you know, like, for example, like, uh, Russian speak. We have a lot of Russian speaking people in Ukraine and, you know, like people who like Russia before war, but none of them changed their mind. None, all of them understand that for now we need to be united and Russia is our enemy. And I see any, like, splits in society some marginals we have some marginals group but they don't uh, have like uh, a big number of people in this group so it it feels it's, it all feels like really united country for now that's great um what about let's get into this like where putin's trying to go here it seemed like at the beginning of the war he obviously tried to take kiev right he in wanted today's. to take he yeah. wanted to take the whole country. He wanted to get Zelensky killed. Kill Zelensky. At and, least yeah. kicked out of the country. Yeah. That didn't happen. And then he kind of like backed off. He, I'm using him to, as a Russia, but Russia basically backed off and then went hard into the Donbass region yeah. and has now taken part of that. It seems as yeah. though they've taken part of the South, the Maripool. Maripool yes. And Kherson too. And um, yeah. And uh now there's this idea that they're going to cut off the grain supply to the world, which then like, which come out of the black sea, they get shipped in and out of the black sea. And if they cut that off, then it, there would be starvation throughout Africa and parts of Asia. Yes. Yeah. Well, the yes. third world, especially it sounds like. And the point of that, I guess, is just to pressure the world into giving them all of Ukraine. Is that the idea? Well, it's difficult to understand all the Putin's ideas. Uh, he already started to Russians stole a lot of the wheat from Ukraine, and they start to wheat, yeah, then start to sell it to China. And as I heard, the India already bought a couple of uh, wheat uh, stuff from Russia that they was need stolen yeah. from Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah, yeah, China, Russia, and India, some. Really interesting friend zone. But as I heard like today that the Xi Jinping, the, this, the main guy in China, he refused to visit Russia because of the COVID restrictions. But I'm, I'm sure it's not because of the COVID. Because COVID is not a... Uh, Wait, like, Russia you know. has COVID restrictions or Russia doesn't have COVID restrictions? <laughs> no, China does. China, oh, okay. does. China does. He hasn't left. I will say he hasn't left mainland China since right. before 2020, since the pandemic, since yeah. 2019, basically. Yeah. So he hasn't been anywhere. He hasn't visited anywhere. But so, and, and, they are pretty icy. China has this weird relationship with Russia where they kind of support them when it's when it's uh, beneficial to them, and then they don't when it's not. And they're, I don't think it's a hard, tight friendship they have going. Yeah, just I think China just use uh, try to use try to get all the useful uh, resource they can get from this friendship with Putin. And when they smell the, um, the shit <laughs> in air, they just, oh, no, no, we're just not friends of Russia. That's fine. That's exactly it. Our own yeah. country, own problems. <laughs> Taiwan knows this stuff. They're about not someone the, they can control on long term. Control, I mean, can count on. Count on. Excuse me. About the starvation, uh, I don't know how to... Uh, what I can say about that, I can say, for example, in my stand-up, I had a couple of jokes about this problem. And the people in Ukraine feel a little bit angry when the European leaders and some United Nations leaders talk about this starvation stuff. Uh, not, it's not, uh, sorry about that. It's real Here. starvation stuff. Um, and uh, mention only Ukraine. Uh, like they didn't mention Russia as uh, as uh, a as uh, as a reason of this starvation. Russia is the reason of this problem with all this feed. But the world re leaders oftenly speaking about that, like oh, it's Ukraine problem. It's it's because of Ukraine can't give Russia some kind of territory and help us to. Uh, uh, to get some wheat from Ukraine, like uh, I, I don't know. That's not the news we're getting here. No one over yes. here. No one in the U.S. is blaming Ukraine. Oh, yeah, I think this. there's the the, nice. the Putinist That's loyalists nice. who like who blame it who blame everything. Well, it's yeah, they they blame the Ukraine's. I'm sure that's the story Putin wants the world to yeah. believe going forward. But I, it's not. 
Putin, as you said, he, like tr- this idea of Putin trying to save face is laughable. Like he's, yeah, he has no, he has no allies. I don't think in the West. As I know, uh, like the last news I heard about how they, how the world and how the Ukraine tried to solve this problem with the Swede, that for example, Denmark and some. Other countries give us these harpoon systems, special rockets that helps to uh, get Russian ships back or like more far from Ukrainian territory. Yeah. And it helps to make some kind of corridor, some kind of way to transport the Swede and also Turkey uh, and also Turkey or how they, they ask to... Uh, change the name uh, yeah I, I thought daily show with trevor no and he said that turkey asking to change the spell of turkey in english because they don't like that it sounds like turkey like, like the, the chicken. animal so so yeah so they wanted to spell it like really yeah <laughs> yeah i forget the, the, their proposition i mean i love so, turkey it's a great it's a great deli meat i don't know why they're yeah because you have this your uh, holiday when you Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. It makes us more, it makes Americans more pro I don't think the that's the number one issue with Turkey. <laughs> yeah. Is that's where all this is. hostility with Erdogan comes from. I think from? Erdogan has other <laughs> issues. <laughs> it's not so that we Erdogan. mix up the name and we think it's an animal. Some people, do you want to go to the country of Turkey? You go, wow, the animal? <laughs> I mean, I don't I never go to the happens. country of Chad because I never like that name, but no. What <laughs> but uh, what what's the goal with with uh Ukraine right now. So I know it's to get, you said it's to get all the country, get, get the full country back and, and including, yeah. including. It's, um, it's not, a, it's, we all understand this. It's not like a fast goal. Uh, everybody in Ukraine understand that this war is not a fast war. We're going to dig in. They understand. No, it's like what a, I mean is, is it also then to kill Putin and get, change the regime in Russia to get him no, out of office? Uh, for me and for my, I'm not sure about all Ukraine, but for me and for my friends and the you know, the guys who meet my stand-up, nobody wants to make Russian job. Like nobody wants to work in Russia to help them to make their regime. No, it's uh, their job. They, can, their they have to do it by themselves because oh. this is too much. This is too much work for Ukrainians. So we it's need to save to our country. Well, they then have, we need to yeah. save Russia. Then we need to save what else? China. What else need they had to our- do? Ukrainians need to do all this work. <laughs> the world. See, you see it as work. We see it as joy. Well, we have uh, an American military means. goes into another country and changes their government. We're fighting for freedom. But there, it's a def- we've never fought a defensive war on our land, so we don't. We don't. Even- yeah. For now, a- our well, goal is just to save I mean, our lands and uh, get Russian military back to. Let me just correct country. the record quickly, Cap. What about World War II? Didn't Japan bomb Pearl Harbor? Oh, you're right. But the war we wasn't in, we fought. changed their regime. That's true. But the war wasn't fought on American soil. So I meant we haven't been through that. So they and that, you can that, say Hawaii. Come on. Hawaii is <laughs> now, you're gonna get canceled again. Hawaii is part of the, America, the greatest generation is gonna cancel me now. Oh, but, this nice is why you, you just you just lose Hawaii in your past podcast. This is, Anton, <laughs> this is why I have to simplify my words when I do comedy in America because people like Kaplan, they don't know Hawaii is part of the United I States. I know about Pearl Harbor, believe me. I'm just saying we never fought, we've never luckily we've been very great lucky in America. We've never we never fought with Canada or Mexico in American soil, at least not in our life. That Hawaii is American soil. But we didn't have they didn't have troops. They came on, they dropped some things and they moved away. They, they, they did. It was not the same thing. We did fight the Japanese in California. But uh, anyway, I have a question about you guys did. we? Because you mentioned all the the all the losses, but you did capture uh, Snake Island. It was a strategic that victory. How important was that? We did read about. Uh, I'm, I'm not like a military expert. I'm not sure uh, how important this uh, victory, but I just remember that we always uh, you know like just for a couple of weeks ago we always have this kind of news like every evening we have the news that ukrainian missiles hit someone at this uh, snake island ukrainian missiles uh, hit one more again someone of the uh, snake island and every day we have this news so russians probably understand well maybe it's not the best place to <laughs> to stay so they just go uh, back to the Russia from this island. I think it's it probably, I'm not the expert, but probably it can be useful to, when we talk about this war, uh, ships corridor for uh, transport this wheat stuff from Ukraine, probably this Snake Island can be important. But uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know what the 
or the value of this Snake Island in all this war? Is it so good or is it just got a great name? Great? I think that's what we people like to say Snake Island here. So it may it, it sounds was, like a horrible place for a honeymoon. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that too. Nah. And but Russia, that, for example. But the, you need the does that lift morale though a little bit when they're I mean when you mentioned people can be very deflated. So these I mean, this, I oh, guess you, you, speak so fa- you, you speak so fast. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, was that was that a uh, it was a, mor- a, a morale booster, like to lift the spirits a little bit when you get these because oh. it's been I don't know. That's uh, what I was implying. A little morale booster. But now like, we, not, uh, not the couple, this week, uh, Russian, uh, uh, we had some kind of not the silence, but uh, like mm, Russian milestones. Uh, I know one more time. Just one, maybe two weeks ago, we start to feel more relaxed in Ukraine because Russian rockets stop to hit our cities like every day. And the la- and this week, they're hitting all the time. The Odessa, Nikolai, Kiev, yeah. Kremenchuk, Dnipro, mm-hmm. my, my uh, native region, Dnipro region. It hits like three times. Just yesterday, this is too much. So... Uh, it's difficult to feel, you know, better about the Snake Island when you have all this uh, stuff. This is, I just, it, uh, this is difficult to write stand up about that and to give any conclusions because, like, this active phase of the war, and I, I just can't to, I just can't say what I'm thinking because I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. just in, I'm in thinking right. moment, in moment now. I'm just in thinking in this moment, and all my conclusions change like every day. Mm. That's why I don't know how to. How to give the summary of this? What? Uh, no problem. Just tell us whatever you're thinking now, and yeah, you can't answer. You can't answer. What's the? Uh, what about the view towards the Western support? Do people yeah. think we're doing enough? We're not doing enough. Western uh, support. The yeah, US USA and United NATO, e- Europe, and everybody kind of. Yeah, no, we uh, already I know s- they don't like Macron. <laughs> Boris Johnson has been great, right? Everyone and and Olaf Scholz. No, well, Boris like Johnson, Olaf. we should say, has has volunteered to train. He said ten thousand Ukrainian troops, new troops, every one hundred and twenty days. He thinks the British can train uh, by himself, or <laughs> no, no, hopefully not. Boris Johnson himself training. Them. Okay, you can you can need to do this here and you can be angry. <laughs> Kill essay on, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what do people think of the Western support? Uh, from my point of view, uh, what I see, people feel really okay, really good about Western support. For this year, you have this, you had this party about uh, July fourth, this national uh, holiday, and a lot of people in Ukraine uh, put your uh, United States flag in their. Uh, Look at that in Twitter name, you know, when they. Wow, all really? these Americans weren't celebrating this year, but in Ukraine they were yeah, celebrating. We celebrated we too because you are friends and a lot of I just I, I I thought to do some kind of joke about that in my Twitter, but I was so tired because of the stand-up after uh, after my small tour in Lviv. So I just can't create a joke. Sorry about that. But yeah, you didn't light fireworks like, though, right? Yeah, we celebrated as uh, probably as much as our national <laughs> holidays. So it's really oh, close. Great to hear. Really close. But yeah, I also have to say, I heard one of the experts on our uh, YouTube, uh, I work at the, the, one of the YouTube show and we have one of the experts and he's a really good guy and he say really uh, ooh, carefully, he said really carefully all his prognosis about war and uh, one of the problem he see that uh, West uh, promised a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, weapon for Ukraine, but it goes uh, really slow to Ukraine, and uh, we we lose our territory on the east. I mean, the Donbas region and yeah. Luhansk region. We have to retreat this fight because we don't have enough uh, military stuff. So, from one point of view, we get all this promises to get these weapons but from on the other side we get it a little bit slow that's why we need to retrieve and i, I don't know i don't know uh because uh, i'm not like military expert i don't know how to analyze this situation is west helps as fast as he can and we all understand that uh, in usa government not uh, like 
mm, not everyone like this uh, not everyone wants to help ukraine not uh, like not the every single deputy in you say senate or, or something like, like that yeah. wants to give all the weapons to ukraine to stop i know that people in usa all also afraid of nuclear war and all of the stuff that russia tried to threat the world that's why you, you also need to find compromise uh, in your yeah. society and help ukraine and this and every single european country also try to find this compromise too and for me uh, uh, I, it's my it's my conspiracy theory that uh, our partners they give us this weapon give us a lot of weapons but with a slow speed to not putin's feel too angry but right. also to help us enough to defend ourselves, but also to let Putin to see the East territories like Donbass region and Luhansk. It seems something like that. It sounds like one of the conspiracies because that's why I can't say that this is what I believe in or what people in Ukraine believe in too. Like the main message is like people in Ukraine really appreciate it helps and everybody understand this. We can't do anything without our partners, like you say, Britain, European countries, and a lot of the countries who helps us. We need to. Uh, it will be better to get these weapons faster, but if that's the uh, actual speed, we will take it and will not say, "Oh, we are not satisfied because of your help," because we don't have a lot of the. We don't have a lot of options to <laughs> in our. Uh, you have to trust you know, because we're. We have. We need to trust, yeah, because this is one of the important part of our relationship. We need to trust to each. Who do you think is better prepared if this does go a long time, say years? Who is who has the advantage, the Ukraine side or Russia side? It all depends on the. Uh, on the amount of help, on the weight of help from the from the West. I mean, if you talk for now, Russia has much more weapon than Ukraine, uh, much more potential to continue this war, much more people than Ukraine. So the, if we talk about this long war in perspective, Russia has more chance. But if the world will continue to help us, and if the world give us all this modern uh, military equipment like HIMAR system and all these systems to fight for a long distance, Russia will uh, lose this potential and we will become more uh, more equipment, more equipped, more equipped and more ready to fight because people in Ukraine are, are ready to fight for years. We are, we are not like nobody. <laughs> it's not the conversation about the people in Ukraine ready to fight till august or like till september right. or till december <laughs> yeah <laughs> to find to death and uh, uh, nobody will feel okay if russia will say sees like the east of the country and the south and then we start negotiations and make some kind of uh peace uh document yeah. no nobody will agree with this peace no. document yeah, so there's no compromise. zero compromise and also, you're not leaving. Like, you're not making yeah. plans to flee the country, to get to some other country. Yeah. From my and point I... of view, I'm, I'm not going to leave. I'm, I can't. I can't. I don't have experience in war, but I'm going to do what I can do to help my army. So, yeah. And uh, other people in my country ready to do it, too. And a lot of my friends, I, I feel like my friends go to army and people just who was like one of my friends who was... Uh, is a chief of the of the newspaper, and he said, "Okay, I get this uh, message from military senator that I, we need you." And he said, "Okay, I will go. I will go. That's fine." Wow, he joined the military, chief of the newspaper. Yeah. Meanwhile, I saw that the Russians have raised their military age up to sixty-five because I don't think they have enough soldiers to keep. So, oh yeah, I had, I had. <laughs> I That's good for you guys. Wait, they're taking 65-year-olds in? They raised it from cadets? maximum 40 up to 65. So How do you get through boot camp? As a you can start shooting year? boomers. <laughs> they, like they try to, yeah, they try to use this uh, thanks from museums uh, for something like that. <laughs> I had a joke that I, 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 I'm sure that sometimes 
uh, Russia will try to get Lenin in in a battlefield <laughs> because they, because Lenin is very good guy at the at the battlefield because he can uh, go th- through the river very fast because he will not. Uh, go down in river because you know uh difficult to <laughs> tell it in English. He's fat, so float. Or he's no he wasn't fat. That's somebody else. I don't know. Well, they got that 280 pound he, guy. He will not he will not drown. He will not drown because he's already dead. So he's he can dead. go through the river ah, very fast. He's made out of like wax. Did they yeah. wax him? Is he embalmed? <laughs> yeah, he's an embalmed yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he's embalmed. I don't know if he's some kind of look at him, Ho Chi Minh, get the whole gang back together. Yeah, look at that 280 pound old general leading this 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 regiment of 60 year old men it sounds like Amazing. a bad movie idea but yeah well, so Anton, that's a- what's the name of the comedy tour you're putting together oh this is so uh, interesting probably it names kidding it's names kidding what does that mean uh did you know you do know this uh, series with jim carrey the series kidding where jim carrey as a uh, jim carrey there playing as a uh, Mr. Pickles, and he's like a host of the TV show. Jim I can Harry. Just type kidding in Google. Kidding, kidding like K I D D I N G? Like, like yeah. Ace just kidding. Venture, pet detective? No. Ah, so it's called kidding. It's called, oh, and you, I, I spell it wrong, like, <laughs> sorry, kidding, kidding, right? K I D D I N G? Yes, K I D D I N G. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got it. I didn't know, Mr. K-I-D-D-I-N-G. Totally. So cool. I is yeah, and this is the name of this TV series with Jim Carrey. Okay. E I D D N G, and this series about the guy who, uh, the host of the kid show, and he tried to joke. Oh yeah, about, kidding. Like chill, the, the yeah the stuff about for he, he's joking for chill, like he's like this show for uh, for kids, the show for kids. Yeah. But he's this host. He had a lot of problems in his life, but he needed to continue to joke uh, despite these problems in his life. And I decided, yeah, this feels like my vibe now. I'm feeling something like that. I, I created this idea even before war. It was like uh, in, in, in January when I feel all this tension about war, but I also decided to make my tour in, in March. And now we just decided to change my poster. I did the poster of this tour it was it's reference to this TV series Kid and Vision. The TV Gary. show, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can show you this poster if you if you wanted to check it. And we just add the missiles at the background. Add missiles. Yeah, the missile just against of me, and it looks like uh, nice. Okay, this, I mean it's a yeah. crazy concept. There's definitely somebody should do a documentary on this of you traveling the country oh. doing stand-up comedy during a war. I don't know. I, 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 Our I second episode have... of the TV show, Chenna. That's going where we go next, zone. I think. Going to Ukraine. <laughs> Still going. I don't have. I have one proposition for now. I have. Uh, let me talk about my English stand-up career. It has some attention in the world, but the second video was not so viral as the first one. But it was yeah. really interesting too for people, but not so viral. And uh, Netflix are not talking with me or HBO or all these guys. But I have one guy from Britain who asked me to. Uh, do I want to try make half an hour special in English for uh, Britain Radio, for BBC, for Radio 4, wow. as I remember? Oh, amazing. But uh, it's not like, you know, uh, it's, on the proposi- it's on the proposal for now. And he will talk with these guys who, uh, who will decide, is it interesting for BBC or is it not interesting? But he said it has to be interesting. And if it will be interesting, I will try to do this special for Radio uh, but I will have this stand-up tour in Ukraine language, and I don't have enough time to make more uh, videos in yeah. English. I need to, to finish this tour. Yeah, and maybe maybe then I really want to, even even if nobody will uh, interested in do some shows with me, documentary or any stuff, I'll do it just for me. I will write some kind of special uh, for 40 minutes or 50 minutes in English and film it on YouTube and say, I don't care, just watch it. If you want to watch it, I don't want to wait for Netflix or any other guys. Because awesome. I, yeah. I only want and then to at some point you come do to it. America, we do a tour. That's how it all <laughs> I can. I'm sure I, I maybe I will not able to leave my region even in Kiev. Oh, that's <laughs> going to be part of the it. negotiations for the when they do make peace. 
to get you out so we can tour. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to talk to Zelensky. We'll figure that part out. You just work on the stand up. We'll talk to Zelensky. That is it, everybody. <laughs> Okay, That's the works. episode. Anton, thank you so much for doing it. Um, that is all. Kaplan, what should we do? Yeah, thank you so much. Happy 4th to everybody in solidarity. I was up till 4 in the morning listening to fireworks. Phil and uh, <laughs> felt like you. And in the meantime, I'm going to get lost. Get lost! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.